Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer podcast. We are live from the big game. That's right, the big game. The big game. This I don't is... know if we can say what it is. Yes, we can, right? No, we... no? Uh, no, it's a. Uh... I think I can, but you, you guys can't. can. Okay, yeah. will you tell us what we're live from? This is Dan Hansis <laughs> from the podcast around the NFL. You can't say NFL. Uh, you can't, yes, yes I can, because that's what he's league. from. One of my dear friends from early on in my life, early on in my career, we've been friends maybe tw- almost going on 20 years. Wow. Let's just round 15. up to 20. 15. Right, 15 I've, uh, years I've known this man. Um, and he is the host of or Around the NFL. He's here for uh, as our first guest today. That's right. Hopefully a one of many. At right You're not row. legally cleared for Around the NFL. So it's in the vicinity of football podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan Hansis. What's up, Dan? Hi. So awesome. To, to see you guys and and Nikki, yeah, we said it when you were on our podcast, yeah, a little home and home, yeah, uh, full circle moment because we do go way back. We go so yeah. far back because I was Brian to just catch you up with how I know Dan. I was a fan of Dan's best friend Bob because Bob, I loved Best Week Ever, that show on VH1. Oh, of course, when I was in college, yes. and Bob did the VH1 blog. For best week ever, uh, and it's a big, I big was, deal back then having a, a blog like oh, that. Yeah. Well, he was one of the biggest bloggers there. There were. I remember that. Blog. My blog is poop. He had as my well. blog is poop was what yes. he had, wow. and so he put his AIM screen name on there. I put it on my buddy list just as like a college kid who was a fan of this writing of this guy. Yeah, and he only had a picture of himself from behind, and I was like, "What does this guy look like?" So one night I was drunk though, and I saw him <laughs> sign on, and I I would him, and I was like, "Hey, I'm a fan," and then we became friends. I was in Kansas, he was in New York. I finally went to New York to go um, visit. And uh, I, I met him, and then I, I i don't know if I met you on that trip, but then I met all of his friends, and you were one of those friends, and eventually Dan moved to L.A. when I was already yes. there, friends with Bob and all these guys. And Bob ended up uh, as the head writer on Not Safe, which, Brian, you worked on. And oh, is that Bob? Bob Castrone. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. That's my best friend That's since 1988. Friend. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and he so, released a feature film. Yes, Flock yes, of Dudes. Flock yeah, of Dudes. Flock of Dudes. Yep. Um, and... 
Uh, yeah, and Dan, I have a memory. Did you ever play Rock Band? That was like during the Rock that Band was, days. We were like obsessed with it. It was a very, if you were 20 something in the late aughts <laughs> and you had the ability to purchase that and had the system, <laughs> you played it all the time. All of the time. Where? Why it did was we so stop? so dorky. Uh, I think everyone stopped when they realized like how ridiculous it was ultimately that you're holding fake instruments playing a video game it's like go learn real instruments guys it dawned on everyone <laughs> you're spending the amount of time that we were spending playing that game because it's yeah we could have been in a real band no, yeah well you could say that about no. any game you could be like why are you exactly. playing call of duty get a real gun go yeah. to iraq <laughs> well the thing is people always say that because i'm i'm back into guitar hero it's come back around oh yeah. it's back remember when we, it, it was what was the thing lobby. we used to say you know what's back what would we say? Um, you know what's coming back? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We would see like, yep. groovy, baby. Like, we would always bring <laughs> back, back yeah. old thing. It's back. It's back. It's Rock back. band, yeah. Guitar Hero, tempo-based games are back. My boyfriend got me um, Guitar Hero for Christmas because we just, it was in the lobby of a hotel that we were staying at. Yeah. And we had so much fun just playing one song. And so he got it for me for Christmas. We are legit addicted again. It is so fun. Oh, and I just fun. don't, I can't believe it fell off. We've got all of the games. War Pigs. I, War Pigs. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's I'm learning all these song. new songs. Do you know what song I just learned through Guitar Hero 2008, whatever game this was, that um, I never was into at the time, but it's like my favorite song right now. I'm really embarrassed. Let's Creek Bop. No. Okay. You can get, you can get it. Okay. It was like, a, I'm not gonna, I'm just going to give it to you. No, yeah. Killing in the name of. Oh, oh rage. That song oh, rage. Come on. rules. Yes. It's so Are we able good. to rage against the machine on show? rules? <laughs> Are, yeah. Yeah. Is, is that the fuck you? You can't do it. I won't do what you tell me song. I won't do what you tell that. That, that was thing. a great song to go like off to. Yes. And that I think, and you play guitar, and you're an actual yes. musician. Yeah. Do you get a uh, do you get the similar rush when you you would hit the the chords a in the video game? A better rush in the video game. You <laughs> really do you feel like points. you're in it, and you feel and, and 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 it will mute the sound if you miss the thing. Yeah. So well, you feel like you like, fuck eh. up. Yeah. Yeah, it'll go and you won't. Humiliating. So doing Classic it, Nikki Glaser sound effect. It really feels <laughs> good, and I love it, and um and I really recommend people getting back into it. I really want it to be so big again that they start making you know t new, new Taylor versions. Swift. I want oh, Taylor Swift Garage yeah. or a guitar. Hero. I was trying to be cool there, but the more I think about it, we were so into it, and there was camaraderie to it. Like there was, yes. we, had, we had the whole setup. Uh, we had the drum kit, yes. two guitars, and the mic and with the, the mic. mic stand. It was like, first of all, guys, nerds hide this when other people are around. <laughs> no, it was. But a party. when it would come out, we would have a good it time. It was a party. Yeah. I remember Dan, you famously, and I have used this term for so long after it. In 2008, I want to say, I just yeah. become friends with Amy Schumer in the past year. Amy Schumer and I share a birthday. She was in town in L.A. during yes. our birthday. And the only place I knew to have a birthday party was the house that Dan Post lived house. in yep. with all these guys. It was uh, They lived across the street from Lindsay Lohan during her wow. lesbian days. Oh, those are the best days. They, the it greatest was up days. on El Centro. If, if you're, El Contento Drive. El Contento, yes. El Contento, sorry. And... um. It was so big. It was so nice. I never, I still don't know anyone with a house this nice. Yeah, I never got it. I can't believe My house in our now that I live in is probably a quarter of the size it's, of that. House. It was so yeah. nice. And so we, you guys threw a party for me and Amy for our, our conjoined birthdays. We had so many people there. I remember, you know, Eric Andre was there. Ah, um, Eric Andre has been to my house. Yeah. I didn't get to ask him about it, oh, though, yeah, when he was on right. the podcast. The, the story was, it, we were having An Eric Andre on the podcast, and Brian was like, oh, I've got a great Eric Andre story. I can't wait to Amazing have him story. on. Yeah. And I go, give me a little, like, a little teaser. teaser, a little spoiler. What happened? He's like, I'll just tell you the whole thing. I looked out my window one day, down at the pool area. Eric Andre is down there. 
And I go, so what? And he goes, that's it. I go, well, that's not, you're <laughs> that's not, not going to bring story. that up. He says, well, maybe there'll be some context. I wanted to did. talk to him about it. See what his experience was. <laughs> <his perspective. laughs> he got nothing with that. But I will say this party was crazy. And yeah. the next day, I think people had to be kicked out. There was some fighting. There was just oh, drunkenness. There's puking. There was stuff like that. But the next day, Dan, um, for me, it was the first time I'd ever heard this term. And you know what I'm going to say, right? I actually don't. So I'm okay, well, a little finish, nervous, but excited. Fill in the blank. Yeah. Nikki, you're friends with a lot of blank. Shoot. Starts with a J. Jews. Jabronis? <laughs> no, no. Jabronis <laughs> is your word, too. But not, and not Jews. Uh, um, it is, it is, a, is a, a creature that you would find in the Southwest scavenging, running about, uh, a chupacabra? <laughs> that could start with a J. I don't know. No, jackals. Oh, jackals. Oh, <laughs> jackals is a big it term we use. Yes. That's a word. Fun, that's a fun I yes. remember laughing so hard and being so embarrassed that I had so many jackal friends, but I was so delighted that that was a term that uh, that you there were, there were a lot of jackals in. Yeah. But I look back, I, I have thought about that party before because, you know, you, you blew up after that and Amy was just blowing up or about to blow up yeah. too at that point. And I was like, how many actually like big time like comedy people are at that party that ne- you know later became more well known? Was, like, yeah, it's probably was, a pretty. I think that was like a place to be that night in Hollywood. It was. Those are good nights. That was, they were it was nice. good nights. But now yeah. we're here at the. Super now all the fun's gone. No. Now we're left with reality. <laughs> yes. Cold. Now yeah. you're past the hump. Yeah. <laughs> we're it, we're in this. So if you haven't heard the hum of like a bunch of people behind us, that is. Um, mm. We're in like we're not one of these an airport. big. Con- what, what is this? This like is a, a con- convention, center convention center at uh, Mandalay Bay mm-hmm. in the MGM World. Set the scene, Brian. This is the Super Bowl Media Day, which happens uh, uh, one day before the Super Bowl every year as part of a huge week of media events. And nobody from the actual teams that are playing in the Super Bowl is here today. They're all practicing. They were here a couple days ago, but though, yeah, right? prior to today they were here. Yeah. That, a lot. Now I feel weird. Uh, there is some information to clarify on that. You guys, Greg, no, I mean, I'm just. <laughs> Please, I'm not, ar- I'm not around I'm the, the NFL. Well, it's I'm, not quite media day, actually. This, uh, there was media night opening at at like in a basketball arena, and now this is every radio show, radio. every TV show, Radio Row. It's Radio known as, Row. Is, is it, it's it, not part of the media day franchise. No, that has now been spun out into its own universe. Oh, okay. And they, they do it at its uh, at the basketball arena, but oh. this is where everyone comes for the week, and all the guests funnel through here, and you have to do interviews. You guys might be doing some today we where are. it's like before you actually can have a human conversation. It's like, so why do you like bounty uh, towels so much? And then they, <laughs> they go into a, you know, 20 oh, minute really? a prepared statement. Yes. So you there get is a lot of bounty that. towels yeah. here. Yes, there were. I was offered some and uh, walking by and someone just was like, uh, they go, do you want this? And it was like, is that a napkin? And it was a bounty napkin, but they go, no, it's chicken wings. And I go, I'm vegan. And they go, we have celery. Yeah. You, you haven't lived until like Kirk Cousins tells you I can't throw a party uh, with chicken wings unless I have my bounty paper towels. Oh <laughs> my god! All right, Kirk. Yeah, I didn't know it's, that about him. Well, yeah. I went on a media tour. I was doing. A, I did a spot for some kind of gum trident dentine or something way back when, and just did a, a just an, a series of online commercials, and then they had me do like a media day to go talk about mm-hmm. those commercials. And I didn't know wow. what it would really be, but one of those, one of those interviews ended up being in the Taylor Swift documentary because oh, I was God, doing... That's what that was? That was, that was, that was for the, the it gum? Was for Are you fucking ice. kidding me? So I sat down with this guy and he's like, tell us about, what do you think about Taylor Swift? It was a BuzzFeed Oh thing. my 
God. just a one-off thing, and I just mouthed off, and then that ended up being in her documentary. Oh, that of fucking like, calamity and was because of dentine ice. And I had really bad pit stains during it, and I thought it was like such a nothing interview, so I was just kind of making fun. I was like, you guys, I am pit stained out. So I did the whole interview like bent over like this because I called it out initially and I was like, this is so bad. So I was like doing the interview That's literally rough. like this. So I'm like, she just has too many model friends. She's oh too skinny. Like God. I was just, so the clip, I just look ridiculous as I should because I shouldn't have done that. that but was this is a lesson. Dan, I don't know if um, you are like a little bit tight-lipped about maybe your opinions about some things yeah. when it comes to like a TV show you watch or a movie you watch. But I just saw a clip of Tina Fey this morning talking to Las Culturichas, which is a, a podcast on the iHeart uh, Network, the Big Money Players, which we're a part of. They were, she was talking to them about how you, got, you can't have opinions about things anymore if you want to be uh, one of those, if you want to be a tastemaker, you can't go off about salt burn because you might work with someone who made salt burn. And then Io from, uh, I don't know her last name, she was mm. in The Bear. Mm -hmm. She did yes. SNL yep, and, yep, and yep, mouthed yep. off about J-Lo. Did you see that? She yep. talked about J-Lo. She is now eating crow because she said this things. Right. And I was just in, like, I have so many things to haunt me in the future if I work with impressive people because yeah. I do have opinions about things. And so you just have to get like, you have to just not talk anymore about what you really uh, feel. No, what you do, you say whatever you want. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. If you if you might work with them in the future. But like you could work with anyone in the future. Like, you could host SNL with anyone. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what if you say something negatively about a football player? We had we had um, a memorable thing for us when we were kind of the podcast was getting going. We were starting to get an overseas following. We we're like, oh, we can actually maybe go to London and have a, a trip and maybe do a live show. We were so excited about it. Yeah. And then we um, we had a it was a wretched boss. He was he was mm, just mean a jackal. And, uh, a jackal. The very <laughs> the, the the term in the dictionary would be right next to him. Like, <laughs> the, this person. Anyway, so we did uh, we did kind of like a bit on the show making fun of. Um, J.J. Watt's new clothing wine. Oh, no. That's right. I even dipped my voice because like, I hope he doesn't hear it. I know. I don't want to get in trouble yeah. again. You like inadvertently cracked just then. Yeah, and his manager heard it and like put it up the flagpole in NFL and this <sighs> boss said, you know what? You're not going to London now and then had someone from the desk um, do a transcription of the podcast and basically no. read it out to us like we were little boys. Now, it's not exactly what you're saying, but that's, no, the, that's in general, especially it. when no, yeah. that what you do with podcasts, like you're just speaking like uh, off the cuff and you kind of end up parking yourself in dangerous cul-de-sacs. You cul just don't feel yeah. like people will hear it. Like there's something, and that's what I think the joy, it, the, the appeal is of a podcast is it feels so personal. It feels like you're kind of in the room with people fly on the wall listening that's in on a conversation. That's why Diamond Players Club. Yeah. We have like one podcast that's like has a paywall behind it and that's where oh, we yeah. really talk some shit. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, and it nobody can, can ever to... like uh, put that on no, the surface. Yeah. No, they could never. It's behind never. a paywall, yeah. I don't think that uh, JJ Watts agent could afford the $5 a month <laughs> to find that information. But yeah, it's a, it's. But then, if you just have, if you just like everything, that's so but then boring. you're boring. It's a you tough gotta spot. pick a few enemies. Yeah, you mm. gotta pick some things that you don't like. But I'm also willing to admit that I, I, I don't keep. I can I can change my opinion about things very quickly. Like Travis Kelsey, I had sure. a total turnaround. I was really annoyed with when he made the sure. friendship bracelet and got all those headlines <laughs> right. about making the friendship bracelet. Well, you I thought really, it was a grab. I thought it was uh, a fame a, grab or yeah, something. Yeah, because I didn't know who he was. I didn't know his intent and I didn't know he actually wanted to date her and like was a right. fan and was going to the show as a fan. And then I, I, I did a whole 180 because not only did I think that was 
so tacky at first and so lame and like who do you think you are that she would even meet you after a show sure. she doesn't meet anyone she has to preserve her voice she's doing three sold out shows where she does three and a half hours of singing constantly she's not on the sidelines ever she's the whole thing and you are like she didn't get to meet me afterwards that's not fair I was like mm. everything about this I hate like why do you think she would ever meet you and then she ends up dating him and I, I remember the rumors and I was like no because I, I'd been so vocal about how annoying that was but then I totally turned around because he he pursued her hard. And, you know, like, mm -hmm. that is actually the cool thing about it is that he had the confidence and the... Like a white man in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> he just went after it, didn't let it's up. It's like Don yes. Draper courting the substitute teacher. And, like, it was just, he was going to make it happen. He was so driven by it. Yes. Yeah. And he, I just thought it was cute. And he wasn't scared to look stupid. I thought, I thought at first it was like, I want to look cool. But the truth was, he was not scared to look stupid, and that's such an attractive thing, and, and really only something that someone who's so successful he, like that yeah. can do. <laughs> I think there was a strategy there, too. Like he kind of, because this is a guy that's, his whole life, it's been green lights. He's, and he, he deserves it. He's a charismatic, good-looking guy, star athlete. Well, he had he some kinda, problems in high school. He did, he yeah. did. What? Well, he had, well, I know he had, in college at Cincinnati, I know he had some He almost issues. got cut from the team. And then his, and his brother came weed and saved stuff him. And, Whoa, yeah. okay. But... But I, I think the Aw Shucks thing was a new, a new one in his playbook because uh. Taylor was bigger. And one thing I want to say, I don't, does it, because I like the pairing too. And I think yeah. it's authentic and, mm -hmm. I, and I hope they go the distance. But yes. you ever think about the old tweets still? The old I, I think about the Travis tweets. tweets? Yeah. We, can we talk about the tweets just we, a little bit? Because okay, we so swept them under the rug now. We really forgot about them. And you sometimes the they get referenced. I'm not, like, I'm not aware. Squir squirrel, the way he spelled squirrel gets referenced a lot. She's a very I think. smart, like sophisticated He spelled squirrel wrong? poet. Yes. You know, like she doesn't fuck around. She doesn't mince words. She doesn't. Yes. it's um. And Check he, it out. It's His tweets are. Yeah. Um, <gasps> well, like, I just think back. They were 10 years ago. And he was just probably getting a little bit of a following. Mm -hmm. He was excited about it. And it was a different time where we, we would be like, hey, I'm about to eat a sandwich. Like, we would just tell that people era. that kind of yes. stuff. But now we look back and we go, that's so now, mundane. Why would you yeah, tell people now that? Now you got to video it. You <laughs> yeah, can't just yeah. Yeah. write it. It's a wild spelling, though, of squirrel. Just wild. Yeah, it was, um, I think there's a W <laughs> in it. S-Q-R-O. There was like oh, a Z. He really couldn't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it was, re it's really. It wasn't dropping an R. It's kind of it cute. It was a little bit more. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, and some of those. Yeah, I think he made fun of some people in those, but I don't think yeah. there was a single oh, person who didn't make a fat joke sure, on Twitter that's, that's back okay. 10 years ago. I, I don't, I'm, I'm saying it's not a deal breaker for me, but I no. do think about it sometimes. Uh, you, you, how could you not? How could you not? <laughs> and how could she not? And but Travis it, Kelsey is not going out there trying to say that he's some kind of academic genius. No. So I, it's no. like he's a football player. I even like, he can't spell squirrel. That's fine. He got to ask, like, what's your favorite song of hers? <laughs> yeah. And like, Okay, so you don't know, you probably don't know her discography, but if, I know, I, I am a, if you were I'm dating Taylor Swift, okay, yeah. so if you were answering that question about yeah. someone who you, everyone knows is your girlfriend, right. what, would you, what would you say? Like, what is the kind of song you would pick to, to say that it, answer? I would go with like a romantic deeper cut, right? Uh, exactly. You would yeah. go with a deeper cut. Mm. I'd pick one that's not connected to one of her past loves. You'd have sure. to be strategic about it. Yeah. Yes. That's tough. Yeah. He, he went with Antihero, which I think is... A little servicey. It, it might be his favorite song, so yeah. maybe it just might be the truth, but it's a little lazy. It's like when I I was working with the Backstreet Boys, yeah. and I, I am so sad about this moment. It was two Decembers ago, but then Nick Carter got in some trouble, and they shelved the Christmas special. Oh, bummer. 
they, there was a resurfacing of some kind of incident that happened Woof. with him Woof. 20 years prior, and they go, he we can't... squirrel wrong. <laughs> some jackal behavior. Yeah, yeah. real jackally. <laughs> and so they shelved it, but I was... They asked me, we were doing like a, uh, just a, we were improving the scene and they were like, and I was pretending to be a huge fan, but I'm not right. or whatever. And they go, what's your favorite song? And I really wanted to like, think of a good one, but I, I just was like Backstreet's Back. Oh no, no. Is that even the name of the song? Show me the meaning of being lonely. Like, yeah, you so, go a little deeper, like it's yeah. just, it's so embarrassing to say the thing that everyone knows. And I thought he could have come up with a better one than that, but maybe that really is his favorite song, Antihero. I don't know. I don't know. But um, what I do know is that Brian and I belong here today. We, I was thinking as I have That's a right. trouble feeling like why Imposter I, I keep syndrome. saying, why am I here? Because I don't, I just learned mm -hmm. about football this year and I've been kind of like scared of it beforehand and I feel out of place. Um, and I still do. But Brian reminded me that we have a podcast where he is a huge football fan yes. and I'm the biggest Swifty. And this is really the Kismet. culmination of those two things. We've been talking about be. football all year. The fact because that the Chiefs are in the Super it. Bowl. That's pretty good. Um, so it, it, it did work out. Yeah. I don't know why I'm here, but it makes sense that you're here. No, no. I'm so glad you're here. You need to be here for the, you're the, my spine. Right. You hold and me also, straight. To help you, Nikki, this will make you feel better. Please. Zaire Franklin is a great deep cut jersey to wear. That's right. That's what he's of, wearing right now. Yeah. To, so that shows, that gives you legitimacy. It's like, oh, if, do the I'm podcast with the guy, with the guy in the Franklin, Franklin jersey. That's right. If Zaire Franklin didn't get injured for one game this year, he would have been the leading tackler in the NFL. Okay. He's now Dan, second. Dan, do you want to yeah. respond to that? I'm saying that's great. Like he could have went with a he could have went with an Andrew Luck old jersey uh -huh. or Peyton Manning yeah. or Marvin Harrison. But going deep cut of a linebacker that shows that you're with somebody that knows ball. So everybody, because I get imposter syndrome here too, because it's basically everybody in my industry that knows more than me about football is all here at the same time. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, whatever. Like, no, how do they know it. more than you about football? Like, just in terms of like it's such a well, we were talking about it on our so other advanced. show. Yeah. He's only around the NFL; they're in right. the NFL, right? In the vicinity <laughs> of football. Um, right. Sorry, uh, but no, like uh, the football, the sport is so nuanced that even people like me who follow it, unless you really have an eye for it, and or, or you're like a tape dog and really dig into the minutia mm -hmm. of it, you. It's kind of a gate. There's a little gatekeeper totally. nature to it, and it's I'm like not. Swifties. I'm not one of those people. I like yeah. the game for the storylines, and I just drive the conversation. Um, and I love football, and I can't wait for Sunday. But there's different levels to knowing the game, which yeah. is why how intimidating it could be for someone from the outside to try to learn the game. I guess there's so much so advanced. Yeah. It's like learning Mandarin. I really don't. And you look around, you go, how many, how can pe so many people understand this? It really confounds me, but it's nice to hear that there's different tiers and that you also feel intimidated. I think it's exactly like it, it is to be a Swifty because there are some Swifties that are mm -hmm. very familiar with her work and they go, I don't want to go to Eras because it's, I don't know every word to that song. I don't know all the, the, I didn't memorize the cruel summer bridge. I don't belong, but it's like, no, we can all get along. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL wants more fans. So they're happy that I think anybody, they're going to be okay. I think yes. they're going to be okay. Uh, Dan Hansis, thank you so much for being here with us to start out this thank day. You. It's a real, it really feels good. Very um, fun. To have a friend here. Happy to be here and just to show my Swift bona fides. Yeah. Delicate is my favorite Taylor Swift song. Oh. That's mine. No, get out of here. It's it's top five. It's hey, it's one of the best friends. ever. Have yeah. you seen the music video? Yeah. Oh, it's I love the video. Incredible. Yeah. One of her best videos ever. Okay. It. Well, this uh. is a great way to end this segment. Thank you so much, Dan Hansis from Around the NFL. Um, listen to his podcast. I was on it this uh, today. Check so it check out. out that episode, and we'll be right back after this.
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. We're here uh, live from the Super Bowl a couple days before it. And we have two special guests. I'm sure they have no idea what they're on right now. They're just making the rounds, but I'm so they're happy huge, to have you. They're uh, huge fans of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. They listen every <laughs> yes. week. They've been saying that. They are the co-hosts of the Second Acts Podcast on the NFL Podcast Network. It is Charles Peanut Tillman and Roman Harper. Um, thank yeah. you so much for being here, you guys. <laughs> we like to clap for people. We oh, do. Yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't no, clap no, for no, you. It's all yeah. good. Because words matter. They yeah, really words, do. Yeah, that's my thing. Hand, oh hand my words God. matter. And you yeah. know what? Let me just go ahead and say it, because uh, Nikki, I'm a big fan of yours. I, I watch you all the time that. on YouTube. Really? I think you're hilarious. Thank you, you. You talk about, I said it. Naughty said, things. You talk about naughty things, and you own it. And you own it. I love it. I think it is absolutely hilarious. And you're awesome. I think it's a brain disorder that I'm able to do that. That. Because Somebody. people go, people are shocked by the things I say, and I um, 
And I don't know why that it doesn't register me that, it, that it's shocking sometimes, but I really appreciate that. Thank you so yeah, much. I'm, look, I'm looking at you in real life. I'm like, she ain't really do all that. <laughs> the thing is, I do. That's like, the thing people don't. I'm, see, I'm looking at me like, she ain't I'm do not all like that. A, oh, I'm not like very promiscuous, yeah. but um, because I've, I've, I'm not outside of a relationship and, and when I'm not drinking and I haven't drank for 11 years, but yeah, I've got some history of that stuff. And I, I just, when I have done it, the naughty stuff, I'm paying attention so that I can talk about it as if, and then the way I talk about it, right. it's, it could be one time I've done it, but in the way that I talk about it, it sounds like, oh, she must do this all the time. But I'm mm. just paying attention during that one time. So I could have really only had sex one time and made four specials about that. Get me an episode I need to listen to. Yeah. Tell me, you, tell dog. me. You, I got tell you. Me, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do roasts and then I do, I have uh, comedy specials. Okay. Where, yeah. Just, I want to hear the, per, the dirt. Oh, I, I got you. Episode yeah. two, I got you. season yeah. three. Okay. Yeah, you need the timestamp. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, how are you guys doing? How's uh this day for you? you so far, we've been pretty chilling right now. Yeah? Yesterday was they they yeah they got us good yesterday. We we must have did about eight or nine podcasts. Oh Jesus! Uh, wow. We were cracking them things out like like a like a conveyor belt back in the day. Yeah. Uh, oh my. How long you guys been doing second act for? This is our second season. Second season. Uh, this is my third season. It's his second season. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't that good that first year, so they needed me. And so <laughs> I've completely upgraded him, and uh, we're good now. And he, are you guys friends from before the podcast? No. I, together? I literally just met him uh, this year. <laughs> Wait, weren't you guys teammates yeah, on he's the lying. Panthers? Yeah, he's okay. yes. yeah. You were teammates on the Panthers. So it's teammates funny. on the Panthers. Yeah. I made him better when I went to that team because we went to a Super Bowl that year when I got there. <laughs> that is true. I upgraded him. That is ah. true. I, I would say this, though, is real funny because... Peanut and I met, first met at like this Christian conference, like way, way yeah. back in the what day. What was it called? Uh, PAO. PAO. And yeah. he thought I was way older, and he all, he still thinks. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, but <laughs> clearly I'm not. I mean, just look at it. It is a good look because you you like for you dress like someone's grandfather right now. You got a turtleneck on, yeah. It, you are wearing a turtleneck. It is cold in here though. It's cold in Vegas this yes, weekend. Yes, it is very. But cold. you have gray. You have gray hair. Yeah, and I've had it since I was young. So. It's that's I just wow. heard that someone told me to to ask you about it and I was like does he really want to talk about that but I want to talk about it when did you get gray hair so I got my first gray hair when I was going into the eighth grade my mm. barber told holy me holy cow and he was you know I was always told if you cut stress it stress at eighth it, grade you know it, like two <laughs> yeah, of them grow well, social so, studies really get and so me. then oh as God. I got older and I played more ball I got you know got to the league everybody's like you ever gonna dye your hair I'm like I can't dye it because. The people that know me would feel like, man, I, oh, you didn't got up here and changed on him. How <laughs> much money did now. I try to give you when yeah, he, I used to try to pay him thousands of dollars to dye his yeah, hair? Yeah, and yeah. he was like, I can't. I, I, I just can't do it. It's, can't do it. it. I was like, I will so give you $5,000 right look. now. I, I would love to have some For Halloween. Hair. For just <laughs> for Halloween, I'll give you five G's right now, Roman, to dye your hair black. Yeah, Beijing. And he spray wanted, paint. it wasn't even long. He's like, do it, do it for like two or three days. I'm like, no. He was yeah. like, I, I can't do it. It's so I refreshing because it. it's just too much upkeep, and, and you are just who you are, and you've never had shame about it. it. And it makes you more confident to be a guy that has gray hair and has no problem with it and isn't trying to deny it. It's like the coolest look you can have. Well, it is. You blend in with your coat. I appreciate that, dog. <laughs> Thanks, it's dog. Gray so and blue. Nice. Gray and blue. Gray is it run in your family to have gray hair that uh, young? You know, in all honesty, I, yes and no. But yeah. like my mom dyes her hair, but I think she's like all gray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, mom. She don't, she don't sorry, count. Mom. Yeah. She don't count. <laughs> she don't count. Moms don't count. Yeah. Moms <laughs> don't count. <laughs> Dummy, what you doing? <laughs> and then uh, my dad too. He's got great, but like they're older, so they're supposed yeah. to. But yeah, I got it way earlier than everybody else. In it's my cool. Family. He was just yeah. a stressful kid. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. That's what it is. 
Now, no did you when, when did you guys become friends on the team? And like, you can't be friends with everyone on your team. Did you guys gravitate uh, yeah. towards each other? And like, was there a moment where you're like, oh, this is gonna be my dude? Uh, well, we had met at PAO. Oh, yep. that's right, you met at we no. met at this Christian conference. We met at PAO. How old were you guys then? PAL. Uh, I was probably twenty-seven. I was oh, probably okay. third. 29? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Whatever. You guys are already in the league. This We're is a Christian in the conference. This is like a kid's thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we, we, we hang out, kick it, whatever. Yeah. But we and, weren't like cool like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right. then fast forward 2015, I'm there. I'm like, oh yeah, Rome's there. And then we just kind of, we were the two oldest DBs in the room. For sure. Okay. We were yeah. the two OGs. Oh my God. We're so the I think complete OGs. I think room. for that, that was why we I think bonded the most. We were okay. the two oldest guys in the room. And then so. Peanuts, the guy in the room, and I, he's such a professional now. But in a meeting room session, like he's the worst because he like can't, if he something crosses his mind or somebody does something weird. He just blurts stuff out. I'm the male version of you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so he like, it's just bad. Like coach is saying something really serious. It's like positive and like all this motivational stuff. Yeah. And Peanut's like, just something like, <laughs> just random, out totally of left field. Just it. totally. Yeah. It was just like all the time. I'm like, Peanut, like, dude. No, that was under your breath that you're saying no, these things? No, I say it out loud. Very loud. Do you get in trouble? No, I don't get in trouble. No, no, I don't. And er it, everyone... They appreciate that. They, they appreciate know, they, it. Yes. And they laugh. They do. Yeah. They just also, like, yeah. he brought a, a fake alligator and like scared all the coaches <laughs> one time. He like okay, put so it in Ron Rivera's. Prankster? Big time. Yes. Oh, okay. man. Big time. Are Big you time. Like, are these pranks that are like you're planning months in advance, weeks in advance, or are you someone that just a little, like, oh, a little bit of both. shove this guy right now? A little bit of both. Into this bush or whatever. Okay. A, little, a little bit of what's both. A, what's a recent one that you're kind of proud of? Uh, draft. I brought Hank with me. Hank is my rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought him with draft. I have a video. I'll Wait, show y'all. You can have a pet rattlesnake. Yeah, I got. It's I, not real. I said, <laughs> hey, I had it. About the fake Pranking you hey, right now. I have. Yeah, I had it in my room at draft. We was in Kansas City. Rome walks in the room. I got my camera all strategically set up, and he opens the door and he was like, "Peanut." <laughs> Cause he like I know you in, I know you in here. Yeah, you knew it was oh my set god. up. Oh my god, yeah. He, I, but I, I ended up. He's like, oh, oh, do you go? Because yeah. the snake was like right there in the kind of pause. Yeah. Like, uh, the rest of your hair turned gray. <laughs> 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 From being so scared. Wait, do people do do people have like um, fear around you because they know that you can bring that kind of stuff? Like, have you ever scarred someone? Yes, I have scarred someone. <laughs> uh, Biz, I apologize if I tell this story. <laughs> no. My neighbor back in like '06. She was getting ready to get in her, uh, she, was, she started her car. Okay. And it was like, I don't know, negative 10 out in January when we're going to Perfect Super Bowl. Time to fuck with <laughs> yeah. It's like 5 a.m. She's going to the city. I'm you walking put like my 50 dog. 50 snakes in her car. No, no. I got in the backseat of her car. Oh, oh, my God. I got God. in the, I got it. Yeah. I got Terrifying. in the, I got in the backseat of her car. And then <laughs> she got in the car and I jumped out of the backseat and was like, ah! <laughs> She was shaking, yeah. literally, like she had a seizure or something. Like she oh, was shaking, sure. shaking. She has PTSD. Yeah, oh my all, God. all day. And I didn't learn my lesson. I kept it going. So the next day, no she got way. smart. She got uh, smart. Hold on, hold on. You did it again? Oh, so check it. She, <laughs> poor girl. <laughs> poor lady. So she, she was like 22. She had good lungs. She was good. She had a good heart. Yeah. She could take it. She had a good heart. So the next day, she, her, she was just like, screw it. I'm just going to get in my car cold. She didn't care. Yeah. She takes her key, sticks it in the door, and I ran up behind her. I no. put my hand over her mouth and I said, no, I put my hand over her mouth and I said, give me your money. You oh, my God. <laughs> she could have killed you. No, she didn't. She did. She, oh, my God. She passed out? Oh, she painted. From the, wow. From <laughs> she was like, oh, oh, oh. 
I don't even think she smoked. She smoked a cigarette after that day. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> she, she's a chain smoker now. Yeah, she's been in she's a chain smoker. Therapy. This is bad. Hey, now she's going to get stood up for real. Someone's going to pull hey. up on her and she's going to be like, is it Tillman again? I mean, yeah, she's going to go, oh, oh you again. Peanut. Like, no, I'm no, be afraid. Your be, be very afraid. Have you ever gotten got? Yes, I have. And he almost got punched when he got me. Oh, yeah. Oh, you exactly. can scare me, but just don't touch me when you scare me because I'm, I'm a like, whoa, okay. It's a okay. prank. You got me. Ha ha, he he. Well, what is the peanut punch? We've been um, told about that. What, uh, the peanut this? punch is just a. How would you describe it, Rome? Uh, it's a maneuver that, that peanut kind of perfected as playing football where guys, when they're, they're taught to hold the ball high and tight, peanut learned a way to just like. Even though I'm trying to tackle the ball, tackle the ball carrier, I just punch the ball. And, and like most people, you're taught to like strip at it or rip at it or come from different ways. Peanut just punched it like right down and it just goes straight down. Yeah. Now and people use this. Oh, oh my God. It, now, it, you, in- you, people reference it every week in football wow. all over. It was How him. Cool. If you watch football any weekend of the year, Peanut Tillman will be referenced at some yeah. point. Yes. And it's really cool. And, and look, I, I didn't realize it until, you know, he became my teammate. And he's great with his hands. He's always doing different hand, hand combat, different things. Really good with getting off blocks and using his hands. And so our DB coach is like, look, I've been around Peanut. You guys just got to keep running to the ball. He's just going to punch the ball out. We never know when it's going to happen. Mm. These guys are always trying to protect it, but he just, he's just really good. Just, just whenever he's around, just run. Wow. And it's it never felt, not only that, but it's contagious. So he starts doing it. Yeah. And everybody else just starts trying it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, it's this opportunity. Pause is like, oh, this is a chance you could just, just punch at the ball. And so everybody practices, and then next you know. But not everyone's as good at it, though. No, he's mastered it. He's yeah. way better than everybody oh else. Oh, my God. That is, what an accomplishment. I mean, it's pretty cool to invent. You basically invented a new move in the NFL that's now coined after you. Yeah. Pretty that's cool. pretty amazing. I mean, how many people have that? I'm so impressed. I don't, I wouldn't know that. I mean, the brotherly shove, which is basically Jason Kelsey's move. Okay. It's not named after him, though. No. No. Yeah. But you got the peanut punch. It's oh named after God. you. Completely named after him. And oh. it's not even great examples of peanut punches, but people just say anytime the ball comes out, oh, it's just peanut punch. <laughs> I can't wait to hear <laughs> yeah. that and know and, and say you have I've met, met the person. Peanut Tillman. Who uh, created that? Um, so great to meet you guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank appreciate you. It. Appreciate it. I like Peanut your shirt. Tillman, thank you so much. Is this Dallas Clark? Who no, you got? Who, who you guys taking oh, for okay. the game? Who you guys picking? I, I'm, I'm Swifty, so oh. I, want, I want my girl to be happy. Can I just say this? I, I think I think Travis Kelsey's is the best she's going to ever do. I think she should just go ahead, <laughs> just get it over Agreed. with. Have a baby. Just yeah. move on. I think it's over. I, I think so too. I people I tell people this too. Like, Who's oh better? no. Lock I agree. I she agree. ain't gonna find better. I don't think she's gonna find better. I don't think so either. Six five swaggy, swaggy brother. She did it. Yeah, yeah. And a like, nice guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah think he can she dance. Wrap it up too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. She ain't dating nobody funny. like that. I love that. You're following it exactly as I am. All right. Cool. Thank you guys so much for being here. Check out their podcast. It's called The Second Axe Podcast. You guys are hilarious and so fun. Thank, Thank you so you. much for doing it. Appreciate, Appreciate it. We're not yeah. better than you, though. Thank uh, you. We'll, we'll be right back. Season two, episode three. <laughs> are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
all nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, we're back live from the Super Bowl, Nikki Glazer podcast, and we have with us. I'm so excited because I get really intimidated by uh, sports players, and these guys are—they do not play. They might play sports recreationally. Play street ball. But I'm intimidated in a different way, but one that I'm a little bit knowledgeable about, or I'd like to think I am. Um, We have the Avila brothers with us, who are. uh, You're performing in the halftime show with Usher. Yes, we're, we're performing, and we also have. Produced this you the halftime produced show. Produced the halftime oh. show yeah. Yeah. with Jay Z too, as well, right? Isn't he producing the whole it? crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. the, the whole crew. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's producing aspect. it in a like, creative he's, aspect. He's yeah. been on one Zoom call <laughs> in the background. <laughs> His name's on it. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. So can you, just to give us a little background about you guys, because I I'm sorry I wasn't really familiar, but until now, but your big deals. Tell us how you got started. How you got? I know what, what, how does Will Ferrell say? Yeah, we're sort of a big, sort of video. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're songwriters and producers and. Yeah. And uh, we've been working with Usher for about 20 years now. Oh my God. Um, we were introduced to Usher through Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who which were our, we call them our musical godfathers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had uh, a great run here in Vegas. We did the Caesars Palace residency. Yes. We then moved over to Park MGM. And I think that's kind of been the tale of the tape of how we have ended up here at yes. Super Bowl. And so 
Super Bowl four months uh, into the process uh, of, of four months ago is when you found out you were doing it, or just that's when you decided to this, start. When the wheels started turning, okay, uh, mm. you know, pencil to paper, set list, songs, and all that, and so <sighs> it's been intense. But uh, you know, we're beyond grateful and ecstatic to be here. And oh my god, shout out to that Chief shirt you're rocking. Yeah. <laughs> we are diehard Chief fans. Why are you Chiefs fans? So we're Cali boys. Okay, uh, we were. My father was a huge Montana fan. Mm -hmm. mm. And so when Montana left uh, the 49ers and went to the Chiefs, we followed him. Yeah. And so, so it's like, so it's the 49ers and Chiefs. It's like, Whoa. you know, it's like, we don't, we don't, we don't hate on the Niners, but like we're Chiefs fans. Yeah. Yeah. Chief fans. Oh, and fun. we're not locker hopper. So we, we just, we, we're diehard Chiefs fans. Chiefs. Yeah. You oh man, in the dumps. Are you guys going to yeah. be able to enjoy the show though? Because you, or, or after the halftime show, is it going to be like a release and then you can enjoy the game? We're, we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we got TVs and set up in our okay. area. Um, but, you know, we thought, you know, maybe we can sneak away and, and get in there, you know, get close yeah. to a seat or something. But I think we're going to be so focused so on halftime. Mm -hmm. um, How's it looking? Oh, man. Are you so excited? We're coming to whoop some ass. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. can't wait. Yeah. We're coming to it's, whoop It's ass. amazing. And, I, you know, I was, I was watching, um, you know, ESPN earlier and, you know, all the first take and all that stuff. And it's like, the Chiefs are the underdogs. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, they've been there a That's gazillion wild. times. <laughs> right. And you've seen how they've been able to pivot from the postseason versus now, like, where they're at now in the playoffs. Yeah. And now Super Bowl, it's like, the Man, fact that they're dogs is crazy. I mean, I how could you bet against Mahomes in any circumstance? He he's, just always wins. He, man, With he's, 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 a, he's a winner. And, you know, I think the, the crazy thing for us is, like, last year we were trying to figure out if we were going to go to the to Phoenix and watch yeah. the Super Bowl. So I did one of those, like, kind of one foot in, one foot out, and Lil John was performing at Gronkowski's um, casino pool party. Mm -hmm. Oh, And just to think, we were there last year, and now – we're going to be on stage and wow. you know, producing the show and being in it. And we got our parents oh. coming. Our kids are coming. And I love your shirt because my you. daughter's a massive Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. So she's a Swifty for sure. She's like knows where she was born, yes. all the songs, yes. her mom's name, you know, yes. all those YouTube yes. trivia. She's got it down. Oh, that's cool. Um, so her birthday uh, in December was like a Swifty party. So I'm Fun. glad she's going to be here, oh my, my son. Oh, my God, she's going to get to be here for... Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so excited. I attribute, like, our journey in music and how powerful music and how great music has been to us um, to where we're at now. And it's, that's, that part of it is really, truly exciting, like, walking around here and, you know... We were introduced to you guys. It's like, we're iHeart. It's like, oh, I, uh, I think I've heard of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and to meet you guys, it's like, it's a tribute to how powerful music is. And that's just the real the realness of being on the ground and, and being here and a part of the experience. And, you know, it's not the Grammys. We love the Grammys. It represents, you know, music at a high level, but there's nothing like the Super Bowl no. and the yeah, halftime show. The biggest yeah. show on earth. And yeah. as, yeah. as Mexican-Americans, would be like, yeah, we're producing it and we're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it's a testament to how powerful your dreams can take you and, and yeah. how powerful hard work is and where your gift can where are you guys standing right now, though? Okay, we're two days out. Um, yeah. It's Friday. The, the game is Sunday. The show is Sunday. Um, do you have more rehearsal time? Or there's, are you? Is it locked in place? What you're doing? I, I actually know the edit. The editor who edited my special is editing the Super Bowl halftime show. The director oh, wow. of the Super Bowl halftime show, Hamish oh, uh, yeah, Hamilton, yeah. was my director. I'm friends yeah. with him. But he was telling me, you know, you, the, the rehearsals. Like this is this has been going for four months to prepare for this. It's the biggest show. Um, where do you? 
is there still tweaks to be made? Well, before this point, is, is it before Iz even answers, yeah, I stop looking at my phone and I just ask him out. What are we doing today? Because mm-hmm. it's been crazy. So you know, so many he's changes, been. Last oh minute my changes. god! No, yes. I'm, I'm just gonna really? say it's not even about that. It's at the end of the day, as creatives, it's perfection. It's the process yes. of perfection. Yeah. Um, you know, when we started this thing, we had two targets we wanted to hit, and that's Prince and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we want to be. And we want to make sure we land in between those two names. So so, how are you going to get it to rain inside this time? I know. That's, so, so we, we had a conversation with God, but <laughs> the stadium's closed. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. yeah. So that's the bar for us. Do you so, feel competitive with other halftime shows? In yes. The you got to. You have I mean, this to is, be, right? Yeah. You know, and, and I always tell people, like, Usher is a musical athlete. Yeah. Yes. You know, the, 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 the process of, that he's taken throughout the years to maintain his 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 knees and his and his his movement and his flexibility and his voice his voice yeah. you know yeah. he's he's that a true man here. he's a true student of the craft and mm-hmm. i think when you're around somebody like that that represents greatness it spills over into other departments and i think that's what also fuels our inspiration yeah. is by looking at how much of a student he is of music and the greats that he constantly studies and so yeah, it's like, yo, it's 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 w- balls to the wall. It's it's all or nothing. Is he someone yeah. that is uh, uh, is he very calm within all of this because he's just been doing it for so long? Is is this something? It obviously matters enormously to him. But is it something that he's just like, yeah, this is I belong. He's a I mean, he's a racquetball in a racquetball room. That yeah. thing, that ball is just like, pinging. really, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, everywhere. You know, there's so many parts and elements of him as a creator that he just he he just he don't sleep. It's all in what? his DNA. Really? He's, 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 he's just built for it. Yeah. I, I like what yeah. Rihanna said. I, I saw a really dope clip of, of Rihanna when they were asking her about, you know, Usher in the Super Bowl. And, and, and to her point, it's, it's really what he was built for. Yes. Yeah. He was built for that he stage. Really, that's mm-hmm. what it feels like. Yeah. It, this is his moment that's been a long time coming. Yes. And I think it's going to be, I, there's just so many Usher songs that you know you, you know, but you don't remember that you know till you hear them. I think it's going to be one of those moments where culturally we're just like, People that are like, what's this going to be? They know every freaking song. Right. He's going to blow us away with dancing. Yeah. He's going to look so timeless, so youthful. Mm, yeah. so, all the names. But, yep. but also like youthful, but with the experience behind it too. I right, think it's just right. going to, I think it's going to be such a perfect, he's just the perfect person to do it. And it's, yeah. I know he's going to, I know he's going to kill it. Yeah. And, 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 help. and I think too, you know, what he's going to represent is something that we don't see a lot of anymore in entertainment, right? Somebody that we know is going to sing in key. Yes. Uh-huh. Dance his ass off. Yes. And and the true element of, of entertainment. Yes. You know, he represents that. That's that's his cloth. And so, you know, when you get to put that, you know, on a microscope, which is the, the Super Bowl stage, I mean, it's, I think it's going to inspire even new fans. Yeah. That's an, and that's our goal, right? That is to it. take, like, Absolutely. we talked about it, like, not everybody that's watching the Super Bowl is an Usher fan. And our goal was to, to give the viewers an experience that allows them to embrace him in a way that he's never been embraced. It's going to be insane. And to create new fans. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. I want to look at his followers before and after because there's yeah. going to be a gigantic bump oh, yeah. because people who, are just, who don't know are going to find out and people who are just young and have never known, yeah. are, it's going to be awesome. So. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like That's a, a great defining kind of like bar just to like see you know where he's at now. I'm going to actually do that. Yeah. I, I think it's a good thing to look oh, yeah, at before really and after yeah. because people are going to lose their minds about it. I just know it's going to wake some people up that have either been sleeping on him for a decade or so since, you know, he was culturally everywhere. And then the new generation of people who have never, you know, are, are too young to have known what he 
when he was really like peaking. Yeah. Um, they're, he's peaking. He's gonna peak again. It's just it's so it's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. it's a great moment for and, him. For yeah. Sure. Well, um, I'm so excited for you guys. Thank what's you. your what's what's how what's your self care journey up until Sunday? Are you gonna do anything? Just you, focus. You focus. know, focus and um, one enjoy the process. You know, because yeah. sometimes as creatives, you get so in the weeds on it that you wake up the next day after it's done. It's like. Oh man, I I didn't get to really yeah. and then, absorb it, you know. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. I'm I'm like the dude that's like, God, man, put your phone down and uh, and I'm now I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> everywhere. Like just everything. being here, yeah. the energy here, like yeah, and great. me, you guys, like it's like it's cool. Yeah. But I literally went to bed about four o'clock in the morning. We no had a way. we had an incredible event just for the dancers and the whole production staff. Fun. And then it's like, okay, we got to hit this. And just to be here, it's like. I'm glad I haven't had later. my first yeah. meal yet. I'm like, yeah. this oh is God. it. I'm yeah. taking it. It sounds like you guys are doing a really <laughs> good job of appreciating the moment. I'll Man. be thinking yeah. about you guys tomorrow yeah. and, and celebrating for you when oh, it's finally you. over because I know that relief of something you've worked yeah. so hard and when it's finally done, like oh, you're yeah. going to have the best yeah. I know. Like, second half of the, the game tomorrow. The one thing oh. about the Super Bowl halftime shows, right, are you, you, have to, you can go back to YouTube and always look at it and yeah. view it over and over oh, again. Oh, it's going to be a legacy. Always. I can't wait. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. So stopping by. What thank an you honor for to having me. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you guys you. were incredibly fun. Thanks. Man, thank you for taking the time. Of and course. go KC, right? Yeah, right? Yes. Go KC. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Final thought. What's Pretty up? Pretty surreal. Pretty surreal? Uh, yeah. Are you like losing your mind? You keep looking around and I, saying, well, there's that's... people. Yeah, I keep looking around going, that's blah, blah, blah. And you go, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Roger well, Askew. And I go, I don't know who that <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Uh, yeah, Benedict uh, Falafelon. Yeah. There's a, uh, yeah, Steve Smith is doing interviews behind us. Steve Smith's one of the greatest wide oh, receivers yeah. in NFL okay. history. And he's also a personality a halftime post guy. Yes, I know. I know him from that um, thing that he does. He was interviewing Bijan Robinson, who was uh, the number one running back draft pick in last year's draft mm -hmm. uh, on the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and he also has a, his own brand of mustard, a Dijon from Bijan. No way. It would have been fun to talk to him about that. Maybe we'll get him on. Yeah, we have um, one more show to do. Yeah, we have one more show to do still. But yeah, it's it's pretty. And then Allie has uh, her fantasy football trophy. Brian's wife is here. My yes. wife is here with and us. And she won for the first time in 10 years. It's in over 10 years. Over 10 years, her family has a fantasy football league. And, and she won. And she has a trophy that she won. That's right. When you win, you get you get to have the trophy for the year. Like the Stanley yeah. Cup. It's it's passed around. Um, I've won twice. I've only been the in league her for, league. Okay. I, yeah, I came. I The first year I joined it, I won. You're good. Joined the family. Won the league in the first year and then mm. won again two years later. But this year I was terrible. But we have this trophy and they're all from Chicago and they're Chicago Bears fans. And so her brother, who is the commissioner of the league, has been going around getting signatures of Chicago commissioner athletes. Commissioner of the league. That's a thing in fantasy football. The person who runs the league is called the commissioner. I see why people do it. You get to be called commissioner at You're some point. Commissioner. That's an amazing title to have. Yeah. Um, um, you're <laughs> my microphone's going. Need some Viagra. One of the Avila brothers uh, uh Unscrewed, unscrewed it? it or something. Yeah. Anyway, so he's going around getting um, signatures from people. He's gotten Scotty Pippen. He's gotten Matt Forte, who's a bear. He's gotten Brian Erlacher, who's a famous bear. Um, and so now Allie was like, I'm going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I bet you I can get some signatures of bears. And she also just happened to win the league this year. So she has the trophy. She had the trophy sent to her and it was $250 to ship. She had to get it shipped uh, yeah. overnight in order to get it here in time for the yes. Super Bowl. 
And she carried it in, and I go, what's that? And she was, like, so embarrassed. And I was like, no, that's so cool. And so she got it signed by Peanut? She got it signed by Peanut Tillman, who is a legendary Chicago Bears defensive player. Amazing. And then she just got it signed by DJ Moore, who's the number one wide receiver on the Bears right now. She's over. She's losing her mind. She keeps saying, why am I here? I can't believe I'm here. And I'm like, no, this makes sense that you're here more than, you should be here more than anyone. She's a fan. Yes. Yeah. She's so excited. And um, yeah, it's it's nice to be around her energy. Yeah, she's no. like at she's it's like she's at a Taylor Swift concert with like yeah. how excited she is about everything. That's how it is with in life with me. It's just like I'm just like not happy with anything, and she's and she's delighted by like things a, all the time. Yeah, she's delighted. Demeanor? Yeah, she yeah. is. Does she ever get like sad and pissed off and like really moody and like? Oh like, yeah, really? Okay, yeah. so she can all be a little bit okay, yeah. irritated and yeah. Grumpy. When she gets irritated, she'll like start yelling and pounding her fist good and, she makes a noise and i go well, what's the matter she'll make a really loud noise she won't even realize she she makes yes. a lot of noises yes yeah. okay that's good and you know what i make noises too and it's it's usually to get people to go what's wrong yeah no that's what i you know that's how i feel and i bring it up to her all the time it's like are you um like when people generally make noises and stuff like that, they don't even realize it. That subconsciously, they just yeah. want someone to come by and, and go, like hey, give them a hug. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, totally. That's they want people to know how much they're suffering. Yes, I've started asking for hugs recently. Yes, because it's just just let's get let's get to what I want to do. Let's get to what just I need. Skip right all now. the what's going on. And yes, get the hug. let's just get get to the hug. Yeah, hugs help. They so do. Yeah. People need to hug more. I just hugged one of the Vila, I hugged the Vila brothers on the way in before the interview started. Yeah. And then on the way out, we went for a handshake. And I felt like, did our relationship <laughs> crumble during that interview? <laughs> no, uh, um, it's, it's, it's weird to know what to go in for. And especially as a woman that wears makeup, all I think about is how I'm going to get makeup on their shirt. Uh-huh. I was on Dan Hansen's shirt. I saw my uh-huh. makeup on his shirt and he has no idea because he doesn't know to look for it because he's... But men should know to look for that if they... T- if they if you touch if a he, woman... If you touch a woman who looks better than you think her to look <laughs> in that moment, you're going to have a scuff of tan on yeah. your shoulder blade. Didn't you have that joke about uh, sleeping on your pillow and then you'd wake up and then... The- and there's like a... It looks like your pillowcase had gone through a color run <laughs> <laughs> the, the night before. There's like colors on it you didn't even know were in makeup. Um, yeah, so we are... We're waiting on more guests. We'll see what happens. We so have another show to do. We're at the radio row, but we're also in Las Vegas. And yes, I have are. to say, I forgot how much I love Vegas. It's amazing. I love gambling. I talk so about this, this all the time. What, Why would I not? It's going to be after the apocalypse. Yeah. We're going to have to be in convention be, centers talking yeah, to Peanut Tillman. Yeah, just all inside. Yeah. People like robots. Yeah. Things just curated perfectly. I hope this is what it's like. Yeah, I mean, that would be the in best perfect, case scenario. Be the best case scenario. Yes. Worst yes. case scenario. But so before we came on for this episode, yeah. um, I wanted to gamble a little bit. Yes, you did. And um, and with the encouragement, yeah, we were like, I wanted to watch you gamble. I feel safer watching it. Yeah. I want to I want to be a part of it, but I don't know the rules about watching it either. I felt like bad being behind no, you. No, everyone Jack loves table. everyone loves an audience. An audience. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, people feel so cool because you feel like a king. You do. Because when you just you don't have to say hit, you don't have to say stay. You just oh, make a yeah, hand just, movement, and then the person does what you stay. want. No, to hit. Tap is to hit. Oh, I was shit. playing. I this is in blackjack. That. So blackjack, we were playing yes. blackjack. Taps to hit. And you just you can just do like no. No, to, you wave your hand over it. If to they say, don't, yeah. If you don't want anything, and then you don't even have to say you want to split. You just split the. You just put your money down. People are adding up these numbers so quickly. 
Uh, well, like, some of them I was aren't. watching the guy next to you. He's getting a two, a four, a seven. Like That the, guy seemed like a pro. It was really hard for me to compute all that. I'm not a complete idiot. He was playing with $100 chips, too. He wasn't messing around. Oh, he wasn't. Okay. But I wanted to gamble a little bit. I yeah. even asked. I said, do you, do you want to watch me gamble? Yes. It's just going to be 15 minutes to kill. Yep. That was exactly what I wanted to do. And um, I was trying to find a blackjack table, and the only blackjack tables available were $50 minimum. I know. So I was and like, we said, do it. I, so I was because easy for peer us. pressured into doing yeah. it. I was looking for five or ten dollars. And you lost immediately. First I was two like, hands. I'll pl- I gave three hundred dollars to the to the mm-hmm. uh, woman. To the woman. <laughs> the woman. She's a the dealer. The, the dealer. Yeah, the female dealer. The female. Well, first the it was a man. Uh, yeah. So I gave three hundred dollars. I got that's that's fifty. That's six hands. I could lose all my money in six hands. Yeah. Which would go by so fast. So fast. Um, and then my first three hands, I lost. Yeah, that was, was 150 bad. So 150 dollars. And I'm down looking the drain. back. I'm like, this is. And Allie t- doesn't give a fuck. She goes. She was like, it doesn't matter to me. I just like watching because it's not my money. And I go, aren't you married? Isn't this your money <laughs> too? But she just didn't care. She had a little bag with a trophy in it. She was happy to watch. It was. It was crazy how quickly you can just lose all your money. It's so fast, but it was so fun. But then you got it back. I was wondering. I was like, this isn't even gonna last the 15 minutes we need to kill. I'm gonna lose yeah, all my money. Yeah. And we're gonna have 10 minutes well, left. Well, we had we were go- getting to the point where I was like, we have to be there in five minutes, and you were still trying to get it back. And I'm like, Brian, five minute warning like, I started doubling my bets instead yeah, of 50 I, I did 100 yeah and then I my Ooh, last hand so much yeah my last hand I got aces and I split them and like I won the hand shirts from Zara that's yeah. right and I, I went I wound up with 345 dollars so 45 dollars up and did you so tip? far and then I, I, I wound up with 350 I tipped five dollars because the dealer helped me once I said hit oh, and yeah, she said were, you she don't want to don't hit. do that yeah. yeah and I said okay that's really helpful. Yeah, she, they do that, you know, because they want to get But then tips. does she owe you $5 if it's wrong? Yeah, if it's wrong, then they have to give you $5. No. You wish. Yeah, no, they'll take your money with um, No, with I, I totally get how it could be addictive, and I kind of want to go gamble now. Well, that's the thing. Afterwards, even though I won, I you felt feel good. terrible. I felt like I had just gotten over the flu. Because it was so anxiety-inducing. You it's went through so the range much of emotions. Anxiety. It's nothing like As sports If you had just gambling. been pranked by Peanut Tillman. That's right. I Who like- I really do think he has scarred that woman <laughs> for life. He, he, he pretended put a snake to in his, be in a murderer in her car. <laughs> and then he did it again by wrapping his hands around her when she was going to her car. Like, she thought she was going to die twice in one day. And the second time she thought, she probably thought it was 100% not him because she would thought he wouldn't do this twice. <laughs> it's so I mean, that's insane. on her. That's on her. I was just pranked yesterday in the same spot. And now someone's holding me up my own driveway. I mean, I think no. you got to think. She I, had a seizure I'm the first so glad time, I didn't get, get and then too she close blacked out the second I don't time. Want, I don't like pranking. I wouldn't. I would. He would be out of my life if I were her. I would have moved away from him. She was his neighbor. Um, but that was such a fun show. We have another one coming up right after uh, this one. So stay tuned for that. It's Brian Frangie and Nikki Glazer live from the Super Bowl. <laughs> See you next time. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 